I hate forcing creativity. It seems like it's rude. <laughs> I'm hoping that in the next couple of minutes, something will click so that I can get back into the flow with everyone else, because I have no idea what I am making. Hello, everyone. Welcome back into The Workroom, a Project Runway love cast. I'm Arnez. And I'm Samilia. And this is episode 38, y'all. Already. So, already. <laughs> we're, we're climbing up there. And, and we're here to talk about challenge number 11 on season sweet 16. And, um, of course, we would also like to hear from you. Feel free to send us your thoughts on this season, no matter where you are in your watching schedule, because we know some people are sort of catching up still. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. So you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash The Workroom and on our, as of today, or as of nearly today, our four-week-old account on Instagram at The Workroom Yay. Podcast. I will one day stop counting how many weeks old it is. It's still kind of like a puppy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little, little child. We're but babes. So little. It's so young. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also have our handy cheat sheets with the final designer looks. And our bracket battles, all linked in the description section of our podcast for your visual guide. So, um, Samelia, we are coming off of a very interesting runway outcome where yeah. people are feeling the pressure because New York Fashion Week is so close and it seems like the designers can feel it. We are down to our top five. Five. Oh it's, it's so hard to believe. I mean, it I seems know. like it's been such a long journey already. And it has. It really has yeah. been. It's been a really long journey. Yeah. Um, you know, they started <laughs> off with 16 designers. And, you know, we've had a bunch of uh, drama along the way. But, um, yeah, so it, it's kind of feeling a lot more intense, you know, besides certain people from the cast being eliminated. I think just the intensity of, of Fashion Week is really changing the um, dynamics in the workroom. So we will we will get yeah. to that. Um, as we come along. So let's start at the box house. So um, yeah. here we have, uh, and if, if, if those of you who are not watching, the box house is where they all live right now. <laughs> it's somewhere in Brooklyn. I forget where. <laughs> um, I think in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. But um, the, the, the ladies are in their bedroom and they're kind of dishing about who's left, um, about, you know, the last... Um, elimination and you know who almost went home and what the what the judges said and there are only two guys left it's just the brothers i just realized that <laughs> and it's just Kentaro and brandon that's it that's so crazy yeah because the women were like oh it'd be great if the three of us could be in fashion week and then i was like oh that's right they're only they're only there's three women two men and ayana I think all of them have it out for Brandon, but especially Ayana. Like, I think yeah. she's got some, some intense fight to her. And, oh, yeah. um, uh, the, it seems like Brandon is like, Oh, you know, I just want to win already. Oh, I'm so tired of these challenges and getting praised <laughs> all the time. Ugh. Can I just win already? <laughs> so, okay. So we have our brackets and Brandon is only out of the three of us, out of me um, you, Samelia, and Nayland, you're the only one who has Brandon, who is the golden boy. <laughs> what does this feel? What does this feel like? Because I feel like he's going to oh, win. It feels wonderful, <laughs> actually. Um, I'm feeling the strength and power of my bracket. <laughs> 
you know, still going kind of strong. Yeah, I, I think about you all the time whenever he's like, man, because everyone hates Brandon. And I'm like, well, at least the thing is that, you know, he's on Samelia's bracket, but he's so annoying. It's just very annoying. <laughs> I know he has gotten increasingly annoying, but it's unfortunate. <laughs> so you're still annoyed, even though if he wins then you win our bracket battle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I win, then... <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, if I were you, I'd be like, you know what? Be as obnoxious as you want. Like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I'll just say it. I'm a little jealous only because <laughs> I am so competitive that I really want to win. Um, but so, and, and we want to point this out, too, that, you know, in contrast to Brandon being praised for his consistency and style, Margarita brings up that, you know, she got sort of like a, a knock from Zach Posen because he doesn't see her point of view yet. And she's pretty she's pretty much taking this pretty rough. And mm-hmm. and and that's her pressure is trying to, you know, display to the judges what her style is, which I thought was a I, I have more thoughts about this as we go on. But, you know, I, you know, I think all of them were pretty spot on in their parody of Brandon and Kentaro. They're like, what would you think their shows would look like? It's like, oh, straps and pleating. And I, <laughs> Brandon with his straps, Kentaro with his pleating. And I'm fine what with that. thought, though, that you say that. I just, it made me think of what if there were some sort of collaborative runway? Yes. Amongst like two, you know, like if designers teamed up. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, and they have, you know, they've been a part of a team before and killed it, you know, knocked it out of the park. I would love to see them form a house, you know, a fashion house, the two of them. Yeah. Um, I think it would be really, really interesting because okay, all right. We'll we'll get we'll get into why that would be really interesting. Um, yes. All right. But per what you're saying, I mean, you know, Margarita's got to defend her label of being a one hit wonder or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way I feel, I, you know, I'm like, well, you still need to show them you. Right. They still need to see you. Right. Because, you know, it came up to me while watching this um, that she sort of reminds me of Keeney. Because in my head, I keep saying, she can do anything. She's so skilled. She can make anything. Um, she has a lot of, of skills and, and, and technical ability. And she has, she's sort of like a, a, a whirling dervish. Is that a, I don't know where I got that. She's like, she's like a whirlwind <laughs> of energy and, and fashion passion. I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. did not mean to rhyme there, but it reminded me of Kini <laughs> where Kini uh, the same way could do anything. But mm-hmm. in terms of a point of view and a, and a and a like a an aesthetic that mirrored his his uh, death of skill, it really wasn't quite there when compared right. to the other designers of his season. So go back mm-hmm. and watch Keeney's season, guys, if you haven't watched it, and see if you agree. But I don't know. I thought about her because I was like, you can do anything, and that's fine. But I'm like, what is it? Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. So okay. So now we get to the I call it the. The, the challenge cue, clue, which is um, kind of the Heidi runway half clue substitute. Because instead of meeting Heidi on the runway, they're quarantining their rooms and they're talking about, <laughs> you know, oh, imagine ourselves a fashion week uh-huh, on our beds because the props team needed to set up the, the challenge in their kitchen. So um, anyway, so we go into the kitchen and we find these pink boxing gloves and um, 
And so, yeah, so there, there's a clue about this where, uh, okay, so, okay, it's kind of like, okay, hey, hey, guys, um, it's down to final five, and now the fight truly begins, and <laughs> we're going to meet Tim and some very special guests to find out what, what else is going to happen. Get ready to, to box it out. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's really interesting here because um, – Brandon immediately thinks it's like, oh man, we're gonna fight it out. This is gonna be great. And did you notice what how Kentaro responded to it? Yeah, he he kind of picks up on the he he draws attention to the color of the yeah. gloves. Yeah, so intuitive. He's prescient. I I knew the lack of blinking was a window into something deeper going on with Kentaro. Like I, I, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, holy shit! I know. What? You are yeah. you are with it. He's like, no, it's not the gloves. It's too obvious. It's the pink. Pay attention mm-hmm. to the pink. I was like, you were so right. I mean, I didn't know it yep. at the time, but later on, I was like, wow. Right. I know. Um, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we switch over to the designers going to a real boxing ring. And in the ring are some women dressed in pink shirts. And they are punching it out. They're doing some maneuvers and they're doing some drills with um with a, a a sparring partner with this I don't know why Samila I feel like you would know the terms a lot better in terms of like kickboxing but um <laughs> a sparring partner and they're I don't know is that that's right right the the trainer sure okay sparring person yes I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Kentaro barely makes it into the ring like he could, oh my goodness he can fit straight through those ropes but why is it I was like why is it so hard for you to get through well, it's it's almost against his like moral standards. Did you notice like how he? <laughs> well, you, did you notice him saying? <laughs> Sounds bad. He doesn't believe in hitting. Oh, and I just felt yeah. He he said that. I, I think it's it's most likely cultural. Yeah, but uh, you just different forms of fight okay i guess but yeah that's why you know as when they had to go and like actually hit the the gloves or whatever right right he was just kind of like it was like a gentle playful almost rhythmic (laughs) i know i'm glad you picked up on that because i was just like i think kentaro just doesn't want to do any physical activity but it probably wasn't that i yeah i i totally missed that point yeah (laughs) um (laughs) All right, so we get our official challenge from Tim and Evie DeAngelis from a- from Avon, and of course, I don't know her title. I didn't write it down. Did Do you know who she is? They didn't. Uh, did they even say? I think because I usually write it down. I didn't write it down. Yeah, there was there's. I just I was like, okay, she. I think they Avon just said from that. Avon. Okay, with good. Avon. Then I don't feel yeah. bad about it. So I was like, we're not going to see her again. So why write down her title? I did <laughs> I it last week and it shame. took so long. I was like, okay, I'm just oh not going to do it. So um, <laughs> this is the Avon challenge. And anyway, so she gives a speech introducing the, the real challenge. And we find out that Avon actually funds a lot of breast cancer research. And it is October, which is Breast, breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um, they're getting this in just in time. Because it's <laughs> Halloween is around the corner. It's tomorrow. Anyway, so um, <laughs> as we record now, <laughs> yeah. uh, full disclosure, it's Monday when we're recording this. But yeah, so <laughs> we get to hear from women who are surviving and battling currently with breast cancer. And man, 
This brings on the waterworks, but mostly from Kenya and Margarita, mm-hmm. which are the two that I'm, you know, are most likely to cry and react to anything like this. But, um, but I, I thought it was a really wonderful moment. I wish that they, ha- they would have shared more stories of the women. I know they only shared like two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know how many women were there, maybe seven or eight. And I was prepared yeah, for them to have, eight. you know, like 10 second slots for all of them. Like, let's spend a minute. Mm-hmm. You can spare a minute with all of them. Just, you know, yeah. edit it down. Um, what was the point of having them all there? I know. Also, they're what? not going to be the models, guys. So if you exactly, was, I was so like, okay, I know what is this for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are good questions to be asking. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot happens in this little section where I'm just like, what's the point? I don't get it. Um, I don't really understand. I understand the metaphor of being in a boxing ring, um, but I think everyone also was sort of thrown off, thinking that they would make a boxing outfit or a wrestling outfit or something that was uh, athletic um, inspired mm. and that wouldn't make sense or something um, that was useful for any of these women it's like okay so it's like I'm I'm here because I you know I'm um, I'm someone who has um, survived breast cancer but also I kickbox and I would like something to wear and blah blah, blah that would just sort of I don't know something that is that ties it in a little bit more tightly mm. but um as they're talking and they finish talking about their experiences, Tim describes them as warrior women in the battle, which clues us into the the next um, uh, string of this this whole boxing motif. It's not necessarily about boxing, but it's about fighting and it's about uh, shoot war or battle. <laughs> and so <laughs> the the prompt for the designers this week is to create a high fashion editorial look inspired by warrior women. However they interpret it, it's up to them. Um, and it's pretty much open to their, you know, creativity. They're going to get to go to mood this week and do all that stuff. But Smilia, how did you feel about this, this prompt? I thought that I I was um I was pretty interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, but a, yeah, I did feel. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like there were, you know, they could do better as far as um, fine tuning the layers of the challenge. Like, mm-hmm. just like you were saying, with all those ladies there, and then that was they were just kind of sort of like backdrop, right? So to speak, you know, like two of them sh- shared their story, and then it's like, and they're gone. You see them for however that many seconds um maybe incorporate them more into the episode the challenge or mm-hmm. you know so that that was my only thing it was like wait what's all this going on and then obviously the whole judges thing like you're not going to have the the company guest person be part of the judging panel it's, right that's exactly. sort of an ongoing <laughs> yeah thing with me i cuz i think that they're I, yeah, I totally agree. Because the amount of crying that Margarita and Kenya were doing, I'm pretty sure it was a reaction to those women's stories. Not that, mm-hmm. you know, everyone should be crying um, proportionally or whatever, or that we, we had to earn it, or there there needs to be some emotional sense. But I really do think that the, those stories are, are quite effective, especially for what they're representing, because it's October, and it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Right. And to do more than lip service to what Avon, a major sponsor, is doing in terms of their 
contribution in yeah. um, the fight against breast cancer, uh, they could have they could have spared like two more minutes, just just a couple exactly. more minutes. Exactly, would have been fine. <laughs> so yeah, um, I also have to say something about the warrior women motif because I think I think they're trying to take take a very identifiable trend in fashion and form it into a challenge and I mean at this moment I think warrior women is sort of a cliche in a way and because there Mm -hmm. have been so many runway shows especially from project runway designers I mean final shows that have interpreted this warrior woman idea which I think is um I think it's okay but it's just very interesting that they're making it a challenge that each of these designers have to respond to and it sort of reminds me of do you remember the all-star challenge where I think it was the first episode where they gave them or they made them just like, Hey, it's going to be a windway and we're going to have a fan at the end of the runway. Oh, and you have to have this flowy fabric. Yes. Right. Cause I thought, Oh, the flowy fabric thing. It's a fan. It's a judge favorite. It's something that is, you know, um, guaranteed drama on the runway. And you know, it's, it's just kind of a fun sort of thing, but I think they took that, aspect of what they liked and make it made it into an entire challenge for everyone and I feel like that's what they're doing with here but it's weird mm-hmm. that it's something that's so common like the warrior motif but anyway that's just my thought yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah this is them trying too hard yeah to squeeze something yeah. into yeah, yeah squeeze a square peg into a round hole whatever yeah thing. Square pe- <laughs> yeah or even like a, a round peg into a square hole to square hole that makes no sense well, that might that might it fit no though <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense i i did i'm sorry i did that um anyway so let, let's move on quickly because so i'll just touch on how they get their inspiration for this which similarly already kind of mentioned that they get to spar a little bit inside mm-hmm. the ring and um kentaro is just not into it and um kenya when she finds out that they're supposed to box a little bit like she nearly she just throws up her hand she just she just gives up she's like i i give up like you made me run back and forth from a car oh last goodness. week and now you're making me throw some punches and then you know <laughs> she just looks so defeated. She's like come on what next like why why we're gonna have um, to do burpees i know <laughs> i would love to see them do that it would be great to earn oh, some fabric you, it's how many burpees can you do that's how many yards of fabric you get or something like that. Oh, that'd um, be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, okay, so everyone gets 30 minutes to sketch at the end of this. And they are told that they get $250 for the budget. And they get two days, two real days because mm-hmm. it's an Avon challenge. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a, a long part of that day is going to be a prolonged consultation um, with their Avon person. So they need two days for this. Yep. All right. So sketch time, Samilia. Did anything stand yeah. out? Anything you want to touch on? I, um, well, Brenda's look does not look editorial to me. I'm like, Dude, from his sketch? This, for, I didn't think it did. It just looked a lot like, what he's been doing mm-hmm. i didn't see really that much wow factor or you know it, mm-hmm. it was just like plain old or not plain old but same old brandon which is just straps and right straps and yeah. oversized streetwear and <laughs> <laughs> or just loose loose fitting yeah i mean i noticed 
um, I, yeah, I just remembered him saying like, oh, strapping detail. And I just wrote strapping detail. Ugh, UGH. Yeah. Um, exclamation mark. Because, you know, I think he put that in. He's like, of course, my strapping at the end because I have to let them know who I am. But um, <laughs> what I was a little worried about uh, at the beginning, though, was Kenya because she just was like, I'm sketching everything. And she mm-hmm. sketched this really wonderful flowy tiered dress uh at the beginning and then you come back and she's sketching something totally different i'm like wait what oh <laughs> please man. decide this is my oh, so you man. have brandon and i have kenya and i'm just like oh god <laughs> can you just i also have kenya i know but you have brandon <laughs> you can just <laughs> you know he's gonna put a hood on everything because he that's what he's sketching as, as a hoodie and mm-hmm. no one's gonna going to think twice about that no one's gonna be like burning we're so tired of her hoodies but i'm just afraid of kenya because she just it, it just seems like she's never really confident ever so yeah and then also you know i i really do like margarita's concept behind her sketch same same I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I mean, like, it's so strong. Right. I thought it was I'm, a very exciting, emotional response to everything. Because she's constantly mm-hmm. crying. This whole episode, yeah. she's just crying the whole time. Yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I don't know if you said already, but her, her grandmother died from breast cancer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. part of why she, is, she feels such a deep connection with this right. challenge. That's important. Because she clearly has personal experience with this and i think i think we can all um share in that and it's i think the degree of separation between the disease is it it varies but for margarita obviously you know you know her it's it's sort of one-on-one her grandmother went through this so Mm -hmm. i was really pleased with this idea of just you know her so her concept is chaos and containing it um in the middle somehow and her idea is to contain it with make this flowy flowy uh, silhouette and then contain it in the middle with a corset mm-hmm. so, I love um, that oh yeah I really like that idea um I also yeah. um so do you want to transition into mood yes okay because my first note was about margarita I <laughs> loved the red and the gold I, I was just know. like oh my god that gold leather so she chooses this red oh it's just so wonderful a really wonderful red and then this really nice like mm-hmm. thing of gold leather mood mm-hmm. is killing it it's just it's just so nice i don't know it's like i don't yeah. know what you're gonna do with that but oh, yeah just buy it <laughs> why not yeah um, but did anyone else like who else stood out to you during this well ayana again again because she's so focused going in oh, and she's yeah. got her strategy she's got her plan i love her sketch i mean she's just like it's tunnel vision mm-hmm. you know yeah, I think she she goes in that section of mood that always scares me because it's clearly <laughs> shirting material, and I don't mm-hmm. know how to make blouses yet. <laughs> so, whenever I'm looking for, you know, and it's right next to the normal cottons. So if anyone has ever been in mood, um, it's the the shirting materials in this corner, and you sort of walk down the aisle and you eventually get to this material. And I'm always like, I don't belong here, but I'll still wander around. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to use any of this, um, but I'm going to look at it anyway because it's pretty. And then I'll just, you know, get my normal cotton fabric and leave. But um, yeah, I, I noticed that too. Um, I also noticed Kentaro getting 
like sort of reverting back to what he clearly likes, which are um, blacks, navies, grays, whites, you know, kind of um, kind of these these uh, very neutral colors. And mm-hmm. I loved how he talked about it. I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a lot of this stuff and just edit later. And I was like, why don't you use all of those together? You can, all of it, it all matches white, the black, navy. Yeah. Gray, all mm. um, that, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, why not? Because they're, they all go together. And, mm-hmm. um, and then Brandon, um, which I mean, okay he's taking into he's choosing his fabric thinking of Zach's critique about the dullness of the colors he uses if that makes sense so apparently he got a knock last week from Zach about how his color story is is pretty boring and Mm -hmm. but he pulls these desaturated I call them rocky road colors so a brown that almost has a grayish tone to it and a baby pink color it's just like what are you doing because to me this also seems dull in a way but you know i didn't think warrior with his colors warrior woman yeah i mean it was kind of pastel-y right you know his palette was softer so yeah he tends to just work that way i don't he rarely works in anything that's more vibrant or concentrated and Mm -hmm. um i just got rocky road but slightly desaturated <laughs> rocky road so uh yeah all right okay so we reached the end of our time at mood and i'm just going to point out that tim blows his whistle and <laughs> swatch loses oh, no. his mind he does because Aww. he's just like tim you portrayed my ears but quite honestly so i have <laughs> i have a weird ear thing as well and when he blew the whistle, I was, I, I was, I, I was, I was listening to it or watching it actually on a train with my headphones and I had to yank my headphones off because it hurt my ears. Oh, wow. And I was just like, yeah, no, it's not. I can also hear dog whistles, which is a fun, stupid what? fact. Yeah. It's real You're bad. You're so weird. It's real bad. <laughs> it's really painful. That is, wow. <laughs> I can hear them. And it's not because I have supersonic hearing. It's because my hearing is that bad. Where the frequency what? is just like, it's just like, hey, let's take it. My, yeah, the eardrums are like, let's do this. And oh, so I, I fell for Swatch. I fell for him when he went to get a drink. He's like, don't touch me, Tim. Because Tim was like, let me pet you. He's like, no, don't touch me. I, I need a drink after what you did to me. He felt betrayed. And, you know, you have to kind of give people warning before you blow a whistle like that, especially Swatch. So <laughs> just saying. All right. So remember, we're going back to the workroom, but we have two days, two days in the workroom this week. And we nice. have um, day one. And I have to say that, yeah, I, I really love that they get a ton of time in the workroom since we are only down to five designers. Um, so we get to see a lot more of what they're they're doing, what they're working on. Um, I mean, and my first note here is that Kintaro was pleading. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, pleading Kentaro. But um but anyway, so let's talk about this first day. Like who do you want to start with in terms of how they're approaching their designs on day 1? Uh, let's start with Kenya. Okay. I mean, she is girlfriend is struggling. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's what is she doing? She does she's doing something to distract her, like snacking or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. <laughs> she's looking into but, the mirror. Yeah, I mean. looking in a mirror. I'm I'm worried, but I totally get it because I think that was like my whole of last week. <laughs> it's like, girl, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, because usually I'm really frustrated with Kenya. Like I'll just I mean, and I started off with that, too, where she's like, I don't know what to do. But then she yeah. said because Brandon came in and Brandon's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I hate to force creativity because I think yeah. it's rude. And I was like, I like that. I like that. Having respect for your own gifts is amazing mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, as like a as a as one removed. So talking about your mm-hmm. gifts as if it's not you, as if it's its own, you know, yeah. autonomous entity. I was just like, you know what? Fine. I'm not going to go off in my notes about how I wish that you would do something and get it together because, yeah. you know, I understand. I think that she's a, she's a very experienced designer. And sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if you have two days, this, this might be what you need to do on day one. Cause she can pull anything together in like a couple of hours. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you've seen her do it before. Yeah. And I, I was wondering like if they're allowed to like take a walk, probably not, but no, I, don't think so. <laughs> I know that would have been or it's usually helpful for me yeah to like get out in the nature or just do something completely different but also satisfying you know i don't know yeah no i mean i sometimes will just um stretch out a little bit yeah you know because i i I love doing yoga and sometimes just meditating for a little bit will just quiet your mind so Mm -hmm. i won't look into a mirror or eat popcorn with a spoon like kenya does but I'll do like <laughs> a couple of sun salutations. That is so weird. Or um, I actually really love doing headstands. So I don't know. That, nice. It just helps you reset. But um, I'm I'm, pra- I'm working on my handstands. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying. I you know what? Because I know Samilia, you can do handstand or what do you call it? Like, headstands like no mm-hmm. like nothing. I've seen them. I've, I've seen <laughs> pictures of you doing hands, headstands in the middle of nowhere without a wall. So advanced. <laughs> so advanced. So of course you're like your mm. handstands now. No. <laughs> oh, hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it is. It's like it's interesting to see people struggle a little bit. And that's I think the beauty of having a couple of days because this is mm-hmm. a part of the process sometimes. This is not a real this is not a real environment. And yeah. we get we're reminded of that all the time in terms of how crunch they are. But yeah, this is like the first week I was like, I get it. I get it, Kenya. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't, you can't just, you know, force it. And I, I really liked her approach to it. Yeah. Um, anyone else? <laughs> um, I feel like Ayana's strengths are showing. Mm-hmm. Wait, how she... so? What, what do you, what do you see as her strengths? Just her ability to. She hones in on, I mean, she gets her concept quickly and she, it's like, she does not falter. She knows the design. She knows how it's going to work. She kind of gets into this um, really concentrated sort of focused mindset and just goes at it heavily. I I, I don't know. It's. It's so intriguing to watch her work in this, like, last challenge and this challenge because 
it's like she has come out of the woodwork and you can see the hunger in her eyes mm-hmm. and she's not letting anything get in her way. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think there's, cause I, I, I repeated what I said last week um, about her in my notes so that she's on 10 again. Yeah. And she's doing a lot, but it looks mm-hmm. really great. And mm-hmm. um, man, I, I mean, and it's just, it's an interesting contrast to, how Kenya work, how Kenya works. Um, but kind of, um, it's interesting to see that, you know, they, they work differently and, and their work looks different. <laughs> I mean, of course, n- no one is, um, a, will design anything similar to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not one, one, I mean, we do have something happening later that we'll talk about that's kind of similar, but yeah, she's, I, I like the fact that she has it in her head and it just seems as if she um, has, I don't know. It just, it just shows just how skilled and experienced she is in terms of how she's adapted to the con- confines of this competition and mm-hmm. how driven she Which is. Which is seemingly well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I, like she's getting better. I know. <laughs> Cause I think about, for some reason I thought about Amy this week because Ayana was safe a lot too. And I remember being really mm-hmm. worried about her because she's in my bracket. And being like, mm-hmm. man, Ayana, you're just safe, 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 safe. And she did that one week where like, I'm tired of being safe. But she didn't do it in a way where she just completely lost herself or just did something incredibly wacky. You know, she just rose up and was like, okay, now it's time to step it up. And this is what I'm going to do. And she's kind of figured mm-hmm. it out. So It's like she's dreaming about you know, the next challenge <laughs> or like she, it's almost like she's half a step ahead of everybody. Yeah. I don't know. It's so yeah, uncanny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. And I'll point out Margarita a little bit. Just, I didn't write much about this. Uh, oh yeah. I didn't even mention. Yeah. There's just a moment where she goes like, I love gold. And it's an awesome powers reference. It's hilarious. She's just, I missed it. She's just so funny. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. I have to go back and watch that. So funny. Um, (laughs) She's just so random and funny. Anyway, um, before we go to day two, anything else about day one? I feel like we mostly focused on, um, I mean, you do have, Oh wait, Kentaro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had a lot to say about this. Did you have anything to say about Kentaro? You go. Okay. So we find out that he has Jasmine, um, who was a plus, one of the plus size models. And um, unfortunately he's thinking about what he wants to do as opposed to what would look good on his plus size model as a way to sort of cope with having a plus size model. And I, it's interesting because I'm just like, those things aren't mutually exclusive. You can do what you want and mm-hmm. do it in a way that presents your work in a flattering way on Jasmine's body. And what right. really makes me mad is that he spends so much time during day one making this hood that barely fits his head because he oh. thinks he has a big head. So therefore it would fit his model. But Who Jasmine a is lot probably of the hair. She has a lot of hair. She's also one of the tallest models that we have this season. And it's just like, you have her measurements. Why don't you just sort of like 
wait or, you know, guess in a way or, and I think Margarita probably did point out to him. She's like, Jasmine has some hair on her head. I'm like, she has a lot of hair. Oh yeah. And it barely fit over his head. And I was just like, this is, this is kind of an asshole move by Kentaro. I just, I, I, yeah, he didn't change it at all. No, it's weird. I do feel like he's kind of taken a lazy approach. Yeah. Just compared to what we've seen in prior challenges. I agree. I mean, I, I, I understand that he's a little frustrated and I think, um, he's in a rut. Like this is the thing about a two day challenge. He's in, in a sort of a creative rut, um, obviously. And I think Mm -hmm. not just creative, I think he's in a process rut. So he's probably made the most adjustments to please the judges out of anyone. I mean, would you agree with that or disagree? I think it's say it again. He, I, he's... I think in terms of how the designers came in and their aesthetic and what they um, tend towards, he's probably mm-hmm. changed the most. Yes. Okay. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. And I think he's a little burnt out by that. And this is his, this is him reverting back to what he did before in a way of mm-hmm. coping with the stress of yep. everything. So, yeah. So in this one, I just thought it was really um a poor move to use him himself as a fit model for jasmine really yeah really of all the models i know so um nah, I, was little, I was real idea. upset with kentaro on this one i was like this is dumb you're just setting yourself up for failure obviously um mm-hmm. so yeah so that's what i had to say did you have anything to add <laughs> no i just i i was kind of upset that he even grabbed black because <laughs> I mean, that's sort of his, that's like his safety net. And I mean, if he just would look back and see all the other times he's used black. Right, right. That he's not done well. I'm like, just don't get black. Yeah, just, just try it. Just try (laughs) it. Don't do it. (laughs) And I have to say, I'm really, I really sympathize with him feeling like, why can't I use black? And And I understand that he has a different. He has his own view of what the color means and and what it but you know illustrates. But wait, what were you, what were you going to say? I'll tell you why he can't use black because Kentaro's aesthetic, his his style is so simple and which is good. You know that's it's great for him, but black does not capture the subtleties of his aesthetic the way that colors do. So. You know, and he's not one to really play with different textures that way. Like whenever he uses black, you notice like he'll use some organza or something, which is super subtle and you don't see it ever. You can't see that black on black on black. And then you got this organza that's so light that it floats away and disappears. You know, it's like if you're not going to do textures, you can just don't do black. (laughs) Yeah, I really agree. I mean, especially let's let's say, for instance, if he's just pleading it, and you know, you're really not going to see a lot of. I, I yeah, again, that detail think, is gone. Yeah, <laughs> and we saw all of that with his Dixie Cup challenge outfit, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. that still had pleading, oh, but amazing, amazing. The layering, oh of course, my he was forced to work with print because it was a print challenge, and yeah, I don't know. I it's it was absolutely gorgeous. I still mm-hmm. think it should have won. 
I know. Um, even if it doesn't look good on a Dixie cup as a look, it was just, oh, it was amazing. It but really yeah, was. I agree. If that, if that had been in black, all black, <laughs> yeah, you would never have been able it. to see those layers or just how he yeah. just sort of worked with um, uh, just the subtlety of that design. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, Kentaro. All right. I know. Oh. So let's move on to day two in the workroom. And day two seems to be all about like focus, focus, focus. Mm-hmm. Um, bef- so Tim is going to come in in a second. But before Tim comes in, do you have any, did anything stand out to you and like the other designers going on during this? No, not that I can think of or not that I wrote in my notes. All right, cool. So we have, um, so Tim, it's time for Tim. And he goes to, okay, actually, I okay, I wrote this really random note. So Tim is like, hey, designers. And, and Brandon does this stage wave where he just like does this huge, gigantic wave. And I just thought it was very hilarious. I don't know if you saw that. It doesn't matter. I didn't see it or I didn't yeah. notice I thought it was really funny because it, it's, I just like the quirks coming out now that people are stressed to the max and people are just kind of losing their minds. He's like, hi, Tim's this huge wave. Anyway, so let's move on. So <laughs> Tim goes to Ayana first. Um, I think we can go in order since there are only five. So um, let's start with Ayana. And uh, yeah, I think she's looking good. Good. She's doing her sideways collar again from the innovation challenge. Say that again. The sideways collar. She she did this this effect for the innovation. Yeah, it did look similar. Yeah, but it looks better. Yeah, it's she changed it enough to where it. I mean, I saw it. It seemed like her. I felt like yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, this looks like you, but it seems like a whole new thing. Yeah, I totally agree. But what did you think about this this critique with Tim? Did anything stand out? Other than like he I really did not. It. I did not even write notes because well, I mean, he is head over heels about it, which yeah. you know, he even says to her, like, you know, I don't I don't give these sorts of compliments lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she is in a really good place. I agree. Which we've just been seeing that her strengths are shining. Yeah. Yeah. Like another good critique two weeks in a row. Like he gets mm-hmm. chills whenever Tim gets chills. Like you're, you're, you're doing well. You're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on next is Kentaro. And, uh, I'm still mad. Still mad at Kentaro. Oh man. Still very upset about his sweater top that will yeah, not but you know, fit Jasmine. I, I do feel like his pieces are looking editorial. Oh. To me. Okay. I feel like they are. Like the the way he did his hoodie, you know, with the sort of alien esque mm-hmm. <laughs> skin tight hoodie. Like I'm I'm liking the look of it, but I'm very doubtful that any of it is gonna fit his mm. model. <laughs> Because I hardly fit. It's like skin tight on him. Like, right. I didn't even pay attention to the hoodie because I was like, it's not going to fit. I just knew. I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) It's it's not going to fit. And, but I noticed the pants next to it. And there are these pleated looking pants that sort of look like his, um, his, his, uh, elegant 
dirty hobo look from mm. the street challenge that he made for Misha. Mm-hmm. So I was a little excited to see that. I was like, okay, here's the pleading. Um, there is some texture there. There is some detail. And if you think about it with this hoodie, if it fits Jasmine, then that would be a really interesting concept, I thought. Because right. it would have this, like, you know, outerwear look on top and these really nice flowy pleated um like samurai inspired pants on the bottom. Like it's just a, mm-hmm. it's such a an interesting mix that I was like, okay, all right. If you can make it fit her, then it's fine. But that top's not going to fit. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so I mean, what I think is interesting is is that Tim likes the gray, and um, mostly because Kentaro shows this intense proclivity towards the top where he's like I really made this because I just really wanted to make it and Tim is like yeah all right so then use that and then use that as a departure um from from this to to sort of you know to 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 spur yourself forward because I think he was just trying to zone in on any type of excitement from Kentaro and out of everything he seemed the most excited about this top that's not Mm -hmm. gonna fit that's why I was really mad yeah, I mean, just looking at the arms. The arms make no sense. <laughs> on the mannequin. Come on. Like, those are like the size of my wrist, barely. <laughs> They're so small. It's so tiny. Like, why did you use yourself? <laughs> oh, man. You're not Jasmine. Um, okay. All right. Next is Brandon with his mm-hmm. nomadic, androgynous warrior woman. So, all right. He's I on did, your bracket. What do you feel? How do you feel about this? I, I, I still don't feel like it looks editorial i mean just on the mannequin mm-hmm. um the bottom part looks sort of like an apron I'm, i don't know <laughs> i'm like brandon what are you doing yeah <laughs> and then the colors are just distracting to me because i don't i don't get warrior woman from it so that's and he's got these really light i mean it's yeah i'm i'm a little thrown off hmm interesting by by his look yeah i almost wish he would work with black or so or just a deeper color maybe not black yeah i want him to work with something more saturated too anything (laughs) just something just to see what you can do with it and also just give you the assignment of you can't use straps i just you know or you can use straps at first but they need to be gone by the final look like if you want to, if you need the straps to sort of like repel you through the the finish line with your look, and then you, you remove mm-hmm. them at the end, because I saw it, and you know Tim was like, "Oh, well, I know who this is. You have a signature. This is great." And <laughs> I was like, "It's boring. It looks the same. I I'm not impressed. It's very the same. You know, mm-hmm. I I it just I'm just I I'm personally sick of everyone. Uh, sort of just being so positive about it and not really acknowledging that um, mm-hmm. this is very similar to everything. I mean, Tim sort of goes there where he's just like, are you taking the extra step to win this? I mean, will people look at this and say, Oh, it's Brandon. But then, you know, they'll like it and they'll be very positive about it, but there's nothing that excites them because they've already seen, you know, nine other or 10 other pieces of your work that are right. very similar to this. Yeah. So this is challenge yeah. 11 guys. We've seen 11, 10 pieces with straps. 
I know. I'm just a li- I'm a, at this time. I'm a little bored. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and and he's on your bracket. <laughs> I feel like if thank you, were you for on, reminding me. I feel like if you were, no, but you're you're fine. You're good. Like he's definitely making it Fashion Week. Okay, he's definitely going. <laughs> Zach already the judges it. love him so seriously. It's just like I just wanted to smack Zach because he was just like, I want to see this in a fashion show. I'm like shut oh up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so biased. It makes me sick. It's like I want to see more of this. Like a collection. Like oh my god. Zach is like, I mean, if you're already make it by seen, yourself, I want to already seen, you. but what more, what new things will we see? <laughs> I just feel like there's nothing new under the sun with, with Brandon. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, I mean, but he is like 24, you know? So I feel like there's more to come as he gets yeah. older. So, um, all right. So moving on to Kenya. And uh, I thought this was very good for her. I thought. Yeah, that it was again really constructive, and she gets that Tim has respect for her as a designer. Mm-hmm. At least she gets that. Kenya is so incredibly insecure, but I'm really glad that this is something that she is um, internalizing a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit. And so, <laughs> but um, and what I liked about it is that she's making these petal cutouts because she has this idea of, you know, warrior women are strong but also because they have been through a lot and 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 in battle through a lot and the idea of carrying things the weight on your shoulders mm-hmm. so she's focusing um the silhouette on the shoulders of her her outfit and she's making these little cutout petals and i love that tim is like clearly you like this just do more of them just let's just uh, just a bunch of petals yeah and i really like that i love yeah. that idea because and I, that she's pleating each uh, one. She does really well with monochromatic and detail. Mm-hmm. Like she will throw in tons of detail and something and just make it amazing. Yeah. You could give her a, a, a paper bag to work with. And <laughs> she would find a way to take that plain brown paper bag and do something with it that makes it amazing. Because remember when mm-hmm. she was working with, with Amy in the group challenge and she was just like, I'm just going to make this, I'm just going to pleat this green fabric just in case we lose or something. Remember? Mm-hmm. And Amy made her stop pleating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fact that she's pleated all of this blue fabric and is taking out the the petals from the the you know essentially the textile that she's making is just wonderful i thought it was just really beautiful what she was doing so yeah so but i also didn't know that she's the only one who hasn't wanted won a challenge i did not realize that either i kind of almost don't care in a way i mean as long as she makes it to fashion week yeah yeah so (laughs) that's what's most important everyone just make it to fashion week kenya right all right yeah all right so Last but not least is Margarita, and she's crying. She's still crying. Again, (laughs) the whole entire episode, she's going to cry. Because breast cancer is no joke, y'all. It is no joke. So, um, but we see her, she's making this beautiful, gorgeous red dress Mm -hmm. that I think calls back to her avant-garde piece that just kind of floated down the runway. Oh, yes. It feels like that dress. And I'm just like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she puts that gold corset on it. What did you think about this? Because Tim loves it. 
I'm just, I am a little beside myself. I don't know. I'm like gold. I don't know, man. Like, I love the look of everything, but, you know, like the draping and whatnot and the combination of a corset with that draping. But I don't know about the gold. Same. I mean, I, when she pulled that gold leather, not really sure how she was going to use it, but she can do anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, let like free your mind, Margarita. Free your mind, yeah. And then the rest will follow. It's fine. But when she <laughs> made the corset and put that on it, I was like, I don't. You're ruining yeah. the dress, right? Like, I almost wish that she built that in to be a little bit more integrated into the outfit, rather than covering up this, you know, gorgeous dress. It's a really gorgeous dress. In all, in a, you know, in all fairness, it is only just a gorgeous dress. It probably wasn't something that she could win. She definitely needed a little bit more to it, mm-hmm. but not this gladiator piece. Like, if you're gonna make a gladiator, then just uh-huh. go for it. Have that be your point of departure. But yeah, it, man, I almost wish it were like brown leather or something. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I would have liked no, a brown leather. I, I just am not again. <laughs> I'm not for a bustier. I'm not for a corset. Some for some I like reason, the corset. I didn't like it at all. I was like, "Really? Don't do that." I I just what? didn't think that was a good idea. Of I understand that she just wants to contain gold the is chaos, weird. but I don't know. I just I just don't think. I also you know I feel like it's very expected. It's not. I think if she had even built a corset into the actual material and just used the red, she still would have been on the bottom because it's just so normal in a way. Mm, well i guess i guess maybe she was thinking the gold made it oh man i don't know this it's so tricky something is off yeah about the look and it's really hard to pinpoint because the draping is just so gorgeous it's so nice every time she moves it when she you know i know like like, like, pushes her mannequin up and down and like it's still like does this little floating thing it's like it's yeah so good and then um what I thought was interesting is that Tim was like, oh, you know, because she asked, like, oh, is it too Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman costumey? And he's like, oh, it's giving me this Queen Elizabeth the First vibe. I was like, what? Queen Elizabeth the First? So um, <laughs> I went online and got real obsessed with with paintings of Queen Elizabeth the First. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it's, yeah, it, it sort of harkens back to that. But when she wore armor, she wore armor, you know, right, it's not like right. an armor slash um, Oscar gown. Like it's just, it was, it was just plain old armor, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I, I just thought it was better without the gold corset, but I think it needed something like something gold to push it over the edge of normalcy. Mm-hmm. So, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. So, okay, so Tim leaves, and we have the rest of day two. And I would say most of the designers are feeling okay um, because most of them had good critiques. The the one person who is having the issue we see is Kentaro, mostly, even though his critique wasn't terrible. He still seems to be pretty lost at the end of this. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's very unclear of what he's making (laughs) because, you know, he's just like, everyone's asking, like, so what are you going to do? He's like, "Mm, I don't know. I'm just going to do it and then figure it out later. It's like, no, 
Like, that's not a winning uh, strategy. Point some stuff. Um, yeah. And, and also, um, right, we have, we have a lot going on on day two, quite, quite honestly. But I wanted to touch on that little segment we get to, um, we get about Ayana, where we get a little bit of her story coming to Project Runway, where mm-hmm. we learned that she did Utah Fashion Week. And um, holy crap, she's she has had her steps all in a row for a long time. She's like, my plan was to do Utah Fashion Week and then mm-hmm. apply to Project Runway and then win, win Project Runway. Because quite honestly, that just kind of makes sense. I don't know if that's what a lot of designers do, but she 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 made a collection for Fashion Week in Utah and then use that to launch herself. And then she's using Project Runway to launch herself. She's just ready. That's that's all I got from that segment is that Ayana's ready. She's so focused, so confident. Um, yeah. And has like a very warrior woman-esque story um, mm-hmm. in her background as well. But so, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I love I love that you do get to see like the the strength that comes with her <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's not one of those like you get backstory like uh-oh they're going home i know like, <laughs> it's a completely different take on that yeah yeah and this is mostly i, I this is the one where i was like oh no no she's fine we're just gonna learn more about it mm-hmm. i don't feel paranoid at all mm-hmm. another type of warrior woman you know she she yeah. mentions how she got divorced and you know she just didn't let that keep her down mm-hmm. she kept pushing forward and she set goals for herself and accomplished those goals you know it's yeah. like wow that yeah. drive again yeah really really wonderful mm-hmm. um all right so before our models come in for their fittings so we have the Avon makeup consultation session because it's this is the Avon challenge. I don't, I don't really care about this part, Samelia. But if you have anything to say, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of neat. I'm like, oh okay. Because I know you have <laughs> noticed that the makeup this season has been a little lacking. So I uh, wanted right. to know if you had any opinion on this segment and if anything has sort of. Has anything been elevated in your opinion? I mean, I feel like the past couple challenges, they've kind of done better with makeup. Like this, I, I felt like it was just neat to see their their makeup illustrations that mm-hmm. they did. You know, they did like airbrushing on uh, cardstock or whatever the paper oh, was. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that I mean, that's just really beautiful. I love fashion illustration and yeah just capturing the face and I thought that was neat and it and pretty much all of them it, it definitely carried over to the model and it looked exactly and maybe that just helped to get a more direct look mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I did feel like the makeup was a, a little better okay this right. time around good yeah <laughs> long story short <laughs> yes <laughs> um okay so um yeah let's 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 sort of skedaddle on to towards the end of day two with our models coming in and um our last minute rush before they leave um i would like to say that um the lyris kenya combination 
is just, you know, Project Runway designer model heaven. Mm-hmm. When the way they were talking to each other is like, it's an honor and a pleasure. No, it's my honor and my pleasure. No, my honor and my pleasure. It's just, <laughs> I've been waiting to work with you, girl. I've been spawning you from across the workroom, you know, and I just, I just love it. I just love that I mutual know. respect going on because mm-hmm. they both deserve it. <laughs> it yeah. It's so great. It is. It uh, warmed my heart. <laughs> yay. Because I didn't notice this that Lyris had never been with Kenya before. So, it was just nice to see. And, uh, you know, Lyra said, she's like, she's going to bring that. I wrote this down for you, Samelia. She's going to bring down, she's going to bring down the runway, that queen quality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wrote that down too. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you did. Um, but anything else with this model fitting that you think was important or. Um, yeah, um, Kentaro's model cannot wait, fit anything that he made. Oh, really? <laughs> Pretty much. Surprise. Yeah, the, the top's a little small. <laughs> Is it? It barely got over her head. I just, oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, yeah, and she obviously. she didn't even try the arms. I think she just, they put it around her head, you know, and, and that she was, was like, a no, battle. forget about it. And that's it. Like, she was, it was just wearing mm-hmm. it around her neck. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. ridiculous. But um, I thought the pants he made for her looked great, though. So yeah, but they're black. I know, I know. But uh, it's like yeah. you can't see anything. You're right. I, I feel like again, uh, just a easy way out, sort of, for him or an easy approach. Mm-hmm. Because that I think that silhouette is gonna look better on maybe a smaller model. Mm-hmm. But that's not, you're not highlighting her curves right? with that. And it just looks like a, a sack that you placed over her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you need a little bit more construction in the top because, you know, she has a chest. <laughs> She's not mm-hmm. just straight up and down. You know, she has a waist. And uh, her head is not the size of your head, clearly. He thought he had a big head. Like, I'm like, like you, you thought. Don't have a big head, Kentaro. You know, Jasmine is just. Oh, my goodness. She's like a foot, maybe two feet taller than you. I don't know. Yeah. If you just kind of size it up proportionally. She's just going to be. She's probably going to have a bigger head, especially with hair. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we have our models fitting. They leave. And um, yeah, I I think. We have a, uh, mostly the drama from Kentaro because now uh, he has to change the top and um, because it doesn't fit. He doesn't have anything to fit on Jasmine for the next day. And he pulls out some black tool from I don't know mm, where. Mm, 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 and he, he just he had it from the first challenge. Uh, it was just <laughs> or when, exactly. Whatever. He's like, oh, I've been holding on to this because I was just like, why does he always have black tool no it's like no just throw it away yeah <laughs> or give it to someone else but there's an unfortunate spiral at the end of the day for him because he's just like i just started making things that i don't like and it's like it's just so sad it's just this this major disconnect because it gets to the point where you just have to make something to get it done so yeah he seems pretty frazzled yeah yeah um also, Margarita is so happy with her corset. 
which I just didn't mm-hmm. like. I was like, oh my gosh, because the model walked in a dress without the corset and it just, oh, it was so wonderful. And so, um, but she, she feels, you know, especially after her critique with Tim and having the model fit go well, she's finding, she feels as if she's, she's, um, let me slow down. She feels as if she's finding her voice as a designer. And uh, mm-hmm. again, I, I guess when you're really skilled at everything, a la Kini, that it's hard to just focus and kind of consolidate all the stuff that you can do into something that is coherent. <laughs> right. In a way. Yeah. So. All right. Ready to move on to the day of the runway? Yeah. Okay. So before we get to the actual runway, is there anything that you want to point out from this mad dash before the end or before they actually have to step on to the runway? Hmm. Nope. All right. Okay. Let's get to it then. So it's a day of the runway and it's time to pull out the cheat sheet. So you'll find in our description a link for um, cheat sheet 38 and um, just click on that and you'll, you'll uh, be taken to a JPEG, which has all of the designs designers final looks. um, And we split them up this season by highest scores and lowest scores. And then we'll go through a little bit of um, all of these looks. And then we'll, we'll, if we have anything to say about what the judges said, then we'll kind of like go from there so, Samelia, how do you want to start this? With yeah. the low scores or the high scores? Um, yeah, let's let's start with the low scores. Okay, all right. So the first on the low score side is Margarita. Poor Margarita. I was kind of I was kind of surprised that she was on the low score. Well, side. I mean, I guess not. The draping was just so beautiful. I mean, I guess there's not that many designers left but mm-hmm. the yeah i i didn't feel like hers and kentaro's were like the same caliber low i mm-hmm. don't know i just felt a little some kind of way about her being low <laughs> like judges don't you know this challenge is near and dear to her heart i know she's been crying the whole time she's crying right now she's still crying yeah. but um i have to say the way this dress walked down the runway it just looked oh. like it would be so wonderful to wear yes i would you would I have would, fainted ugh, <laughs> i would wear that dress gorgeous. it just looks like it just would feel good around your legs and then you know, it stays mm-hmm. up. Just, oh, so comfortable and so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, yeah. And and at first I thought um, when the model got to the end of the runway, and this is Sunita, that she had draped pants. And I got really excited because in a way I'm like, if this were pants, oh, my God. Like, it's just yeah. it's even better. They're, they weren't pants, but still. Um, you can see from the front that it's just kind of the symmetrical um, – kind of um drape at the top that kind of flows mm-hmm. into this really nice petal look the hem is yeah. pretty even it's it's really really nice um yeah i think it could have been a little bit more chaotic in a way and um i kind of in my head kind of recalled back to what ayana did last week in her chaos and creating this fire of of a of a skirt and um 
mm. in, in a similar way. Like it could have been a little bit more um, yeah. wonderfully messy, it, but it, it was just, it was just almost maybe too beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But um, it reminded me again of that avant-garde dress that just like the way it walked down the way mm-hmm. like, so softly. I thought it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. See, honestly, when you, I mean, as you bring up the avant-garde one that Margarita made, mm-hmm. it's like how, I mean, the judges keep saying they don't, they don't know her aesthetic. I mean, look at her draping. Look at, how yeah. can you not see those similarities in that? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe not in enough challenges, but. Mm-hmm. But she's, yeah. she's, she's got it. Like she's able to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think there is some merit to skill on this show. Even if, you know, it's like, okay. I would leave it up to Tim to kind of, I know that's a lot of work on Tim, but if they really want to see a designer with a distinct point of view, then, then why not just make all the challenges the same? I don't know. It's just like, give him, give him some slack. Yeah. I think it's totally fine that she's sort of all over the place, but still making really quality, well-constructed and um, beautiful garments. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. Next we have Kentaro. Now Kentaro has a special photo on our cheat sheet this week because for some reason it was not published on <laughs> I, I get these photos from the final look um looks that they post on the Lifetime website and for some reason Kentaro's was missing this week. I don't know. It's I don't know. <laughs> so Weird. we had to sort of get these screenshots and um, Jasmine looks great from the face up and then from the bottom down, you know, she looks great in her shoes, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you can't even, you really have to squint to see what's going on. Yeah. Black was just a mistake. For yeah. Him. I don't know where it just seemed that like the top, um, it's weird. Like the, the shorts are layered or it, it's almost like she's wearing, um, like culottes or whatever. It's like two right, it's like layered yeah. culottes of a different fabrication. It seems like the outer layer of the culotte is a lot more, um, it's a lot lighter, um, less structured. And then that top, that's just something completely separate, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't even tell. It just looks like yeah. one long top. Mm-hmm. So, man, um, this was quite disappointing. Yeah, it was. Um, man, I just, eh, yeah. So, all right, want to move on? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you really didn't like Kentaro's. All right, so first we have uh, Samilia Bracket, Team Samilia member, Brandon. <laughs> uh, you know, the judges were raving about his pants and mm-hmm. I just I did not agree I I didn't like how droopy like the which he meant to do obviously the drop crotch yeah. is like extra dropped mm-hmm. which yeah I get it that's what editorial but it just something about it looks it, it looks wrong to mm-hmm. me so yeah I just had an issue with that it just looked wrong I, but the top was great. <sighs> yeah, I I think <laughs> honestly it is the hoodie that messes this thing up. 
I don't really care. I don't care for it. I, I and I, like yesterday, I love the hood. I wrote, it's great, even with the hood in my notes. The you know the first time I saw this, but now looking at it, I'm like, I just there's just something about the elastic around the opening in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that from the from behind, you can sort of see this um, take on a helmet. It almost looks like like a slender football helmet. I get it. Yeah. But holy crap, it is really annoying that he put those gigantic straps or those pulls on the edge of it and then pulled her face so that she's just like this little tiny little face, just protu- tiny, tiny face protruding it's, out of that yeah. thing. The the scale of it is so off and it makes no sense. It, it That's one thing I'm like, yeah. that's weird. It, the, me. Yeah, the scale is kind of off-putting to me. Yeah. It's it's inappropriate. I'll just say it. <laughs> but I'll say I like the top. I really like the top from the front. The back, not so much. I, I'm just like whatever. But again, it's mm-hmm. detail that we've seen all the time. Yeah, um, I'm not excited about that that waistband of white around um, the top of those shorts. I think it could have been done more elegantly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't quite understand why she's wearing white long sleeves. Other than that, he likes to layer these things and. I don't understand why why there's sleeves there. Like I think if she hadn't had sleeves, it would have been a lot more interesting. Um, a little, just a little less white in general. Yeah. I just 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 too much white. It just looks like ice cream. Looks he he commented about the ice cream sandwich feel. It's Rocky Road. That's what you did. Or yeah, Neapolitan. No, it's it's weird. What, oh my god! Like, this whole time. How does that? Because because when you think that, you don't think warrior. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'll have I have to correct myself. Not Rocky Road, Neapolitan. I apologize. This is Neapolitan ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and he his he I think he even messed up. He's like, it looks like an ice cream sandwich. It's like it's ice cream. It is. Yeah. But how do what does ice cream have to do with warrior women? I know. <laughs> Can you explain that? And they didn't they didn't even touch on that, like the color. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or just the fact that he mentioned it reminded him reminded him of ice cream. Right, exactly. Which is like okay, like you can, yeah, you can make ice cream strong, but I want you to sell it, you know, because I don't necessarily see that as a connection. But if you see a connection, right. what is it? But you, yeah, if you're gonna bring it up, prompts. He didn't. Eat, it is not whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that this would be. Um, I didn't think it would be in the bottom, but I didn't think that the judges would respond to it so so highly as they did. Mm-hmm. That to me was off putting. I was kind of shocked. Yeah. But, all right, but we can get to that later. Um. All right. So next we have Ayana. Oh my goodness. So what 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 were your thoughts on on this one? I love everything about this. It's amazing. Yeah. Like the top is, oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah. I agree. I mean, everything about her look speaks strength and worry. Like, you know, it's, I, I can't, I don't even have words. <laughs> <laughs> so like the trousers sort of thing, What is, is this a skirt that she put on the pant or it's yeah. like a. It looks like another outer layer, almost like it's a like suspenders. Yeah, yeah, it's like a deconstructed, almost. I would say um, 
like a like a next like a futuristic like futuristic mm-hmm. overalls in a way mm-hmm. um which i thought was really fun how she played with the lines because yeah. i think the top part so you have that that top part where the straps meet um, right. in the middle right below her bust and mm-hmm. i think that part is layered on top of what how she traced it behind but she matched up the lines in a way um oh. she really oh, it used is that striped fabric amazingly well she did so and i love like the thinness and the width of the straps mm-hmm. and how she's got you know the one strap coming around the elbow you know the mid part of the arm like, yeah oh, that's amazing yeah. <laughs> I really love the cuffs on this blouse. I think mm-hmm. the cuffs are just so amazing because mm-hmm. they, they, they balloon out a little bit. They have like this really nice blousing effect. And, yeah. um, but I like how they're open, you know, she's un it's like an unbuttoned kind of messy, but wonderful drape. You can see in the back, even the way the top, you know, has this asymmetrical diagonal drape down the side. It is just so wonderfully thought out. And I have to say that again, calling back to her, the shirt she made for the innovation challenge, mm-hmm. that shirt, I thought it was innovative, but it wasn't well made. It was just kind of, um, oh God, the fabric was awful. Oh, that was also the JCPenney challenge. The fabric was <laughs> terrible. And um, I don't know, just it, it seemed as if she used this opportunity to sort of perfect what she was trying to do. Yeah, with that, and it just works really well. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just so great. It's also nice to see Christina in something that is well made because I feel like Christina, as a model, she's a model. Christina has gotten beat up a lot yep. on the runway. She's been on I the agree. bottom with a lot of designers this season, so it was nice yeah. to see her come out and looking amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. So next we have is. Miss Kenya. Kenya. Oh my goodness. And Lyra's brought it on the runway. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Seriously. I just, I was like, come on. Come on with that double turn, Lyra's. Get it. I know. Do I that know. double she turn. Just knew. Oh, so great. <laughs> it's almost just like, I'm going a, I'm to a show you one more time. So, Lyra's, of course, she does. Lyra's does the most on the runway, and I love it. We she all, does. we both love it. We both, okay, if you haven't been listening to us, um, unfortunately you're gonna hear it like we both really love lyris we're kind of obsessed Mm -hmm. and so um but she does it she does a different thing for every outfit and with this one i do think she was trying to work the shoulders but i think also there's an element of like look bitches don't i look great can't you see my curves i'm the naomi plus i've been waiting to wear an outfit like this i'm gonna slay this (laughs) runway i'm gonna gonna spend two extra seconds for you i'm just gonna give you two extra seconds and i feel like that was a part of it too (laughs) (laughs) Two turns. It was amazing. Oh, oh. man. And I but, love that color. Oh, yeah. It was a really wonderful color. Mm-hmm. And I think the pleating effect, as opposed to Kintaro, I think, that, okay, if this had been like an, an unpleated outfit, I think it still would have been fine. But I think the fact that she put that extra effort into it and gave it that texture because in a way, maybe she understands that this is just, it's a beautiful color, but it's not enough. I need to do a little bit more and um, create a little bit more dimension to the piece. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and also because she is very skilled, she's able to fit this type of fabric pretty well. 
Um, I think it could have looked a little bit better on the bust, but I'm not going to knock that. I just think she, she, she knows how to um, sort of, she's okay. I'm proud of Kenya for stepping it up on this challenge. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I think in contrast to Kentaro who just sort of zapped all of the texture and anything that was runway interesting out of his outfit. And I think this is a good example of what you can do with not that much in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Kenya. Awesome. All right. So, um, those are, those are the looks. So, um, let's, let's get into a little bit of the judging slash pawing section. So the pawing section is what we, um, euphemistically call the, uh, the close up where it's that segment of the show that they've added where they get to see and look at the garments. And I, I actually really enjoyed that section this week because we got to see close up of mm-hmm. all the work people have been putting into these outfits, especially Ayana and yeah. holy crap in Kenya. Like it was just nice to see them kind of. Yeah. There were a lot of details around. that I didn't, I didn't notice yeah. as they walked. Yes. All right. So anything that stood out with the judges critique of, um, of any of the designers that you wanted to talk about? I mean, we did have some, Oh man. Um, how about you want to just get Brandon out of the way? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to start with him anyway. Okay. Good. I didn't, I didn't notice the, the curve detail on the hem of the pant. Yeah. There's like a curve that comes up the side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I, I thought that was cool too, but it didn't walk. yeah you don't notice you don't notice it there was something about the material where i'm like i just it maybe it could have been more pronounced but Mm -hmm. the element's great but did it add to it not really right right but yeah the judges really loved that piece um i think it was interesting how they fell over each other to talk about how innovative brandon is as if we've never seen clothes like this before yeah that's how i felt yeah did you see like the, you think the it was buckles? It's like he's been doing that every yeah, single challenge. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like I don't know. Like there's I've 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 been noticing um, people out there sort of comparing his work to other designers who are who have been out there. And I don't think anyone's doing exactly the same thing. But when Heidi says that he's doing something completely new and that there is a niche for this, I kind of think that's being a little disingenuous. Yeah. And um, especially when she's like, yeah, you're doing this feminine thing, but it's kind of masculine, but then it's also kind of feminine. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of what almost every designer has ever oh, done. No. <laughs> um, it's not new. Uh, and then Nina calls it pink, a millennial pink. I was very oh, my goodness. I was like, like what? what? Where did you pull that from? <laughs> what do you even mean by that? That's not... It's not a thing, Nina. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. It's just Nap- Neapolitan it's like, pink. That's, in the that's world. It. Millennial pink, oh really? I wonder if that's a thing in fashion that we don't know about, even though we're both millennials. Um, obviously. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, so, but what I thought was hilarious is when she's like, and can she turn around? And she made them, she made Misha turn around. And to me all and I she saw, gasped she's like, <gasps> I was like what how divine is this and all i saw was oh, like wah, wah, it's boring wah, wah, wah. but mm-hmm. everyone's like oh my god it's ex- it is extraordinary i'm like really nina 
What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Are you lying to us? Are you just I know, I kept like squinting, like, hold on, they talking about the same. (laughs) I was so confused. So clearly I was like, holy shit, you guys you guys have you can propel Brandon to Fashion Week without lying to us. You know? I know. You don't have to go this far. It's good, but it wasn't that good this week. Just saying. Exactly. All right. Um anyone else? Yeah, I mean, you see the detail that Ayana put into that. I mean, to that everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the how she had the suspender or the overall strap coming underneath the detail of the shirt, and and that means she or it was like going how through that was it away before she made it. Exactly, like, that was a design from the get go, which to me is yeah. just ugh. It is so that's great. amazing. So, um, yeah, yeah and, the, and the judges really love it too. Um, I you know Zach called it wacky, which I was like, that's that's weird. <laughs> Why would you call it wacky? <laughs> but like in a good way, it is. It is kind of like quirky, it? almost I, like I guess Mad Hatter kind of Willy yeah. Wonka sort okay. of wacky. <laughs> or I guess it can but like in a good way. way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I thought of it as a little bit more sophisticated than wacky. Um, well, like a sophisticated type of wacky. All right. <laughs> I mean, it is editorial. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think that's that's why I kind of lost the whole aspect of it. I was like, why are you guys calling out these quirks of her design? Because this is an editorial challenge. It's very high fashion and very imaginative and creative. And mm-hmm. you know, like I guess you know. Okay, fine. Wacky is a good thing. I, I kind of put that slant on it. That's that, that yeah. negative slant. Um, what I what I thought was interesting also um, is just that they noticed that she lined up those lines in the in the pants. Mm-hmm. And that Zach was detail. so oh. amazed by that. He he just kept like <laughs> dying over it. <laughs> I think this is probably the most technically perfect for Zach because yes. he's always about like, oh yes. my god, you have one loose thread. I'm disappointed. <laughs> You gotta watch your threads. This is Project Runway. I know. Not, watch out. Well, Project I mean... Frey Ray. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Heidi, though. She noticed on Margarita's gown, like from twenty feet away. That was kind of obvious, though. Yeah, okay. that piece well. was actually a little obvious. You can also see it from the back. You know, that was like a tiny bit of a mistake from Margarita as well. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go to Margarita next? Well, sure. yeah, yeah i guess so oh poor margarita because she explained her concept and uh everyone's like it's it's they said it like it was messy she looks stuffed in there it's stuffed it's chaos but it's stuffed chaos stuffed chaos it's a costume it's cliche oh and you know they just did not like this and she's just crying mm-hmm. um still crying i i did think that out of everyone she explained her concept the best on the runway she did she said so it was so to the point yeah exactly because I, I remember thinking when kenya explained her concept she said nothing about her idea of women holding things on their shoulders or these or these warrior women in particular and that's where she got the inspiration for piling all those petals up there she didn't say anything about mm-hmm. that she just kind of lost her words which sometimes happens when you you're nervous in front of a crowd but margarita was like 
she just was with it even while she was crying just kind of held it together and was like this is yeah what my, my stuff is about and explained it yeah. really well and I thought it was really great that part yeah I agree um but I did notice that during the judging section while I mean you know, during the pawing section section there you know everyone's going around it's like I hate it oh I hate it I hate it and then you hear Tim from the background going I liked it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was like I, oh, okay. you, oh you hate it i liked it and i was like huh what is this <laughs> tim chiming in okay yeah you don't ever hear him chime in no in you that don't way. i mean sometimes he chimes in to say but he did really work hard on that or, or if right, you look at right, the detail right. you know that was just kind of you know there, there's a lot of time spent with that and blah blah like he does his thing where he defends the designer's process which i really appreciate but for this mm-hmm. one, he's just like, hmm, you guys hate it? I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Keep that in mind, people. All right. Let's move on. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I forget words. what they said about Kentaro's, but it's it's uninspired. I feel yeah. like they may have said that. Yeah, I think um, Nina was the most upset. I think she had the best um, yeah. feedback for him. Because he mm-hmm. explained, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to imbue a sort of majesty here. And, um, and you know, that's sort of how he interprets the use of, of the color black for him. And he was very inspired by um, by Japanese culture and how he um, designed this. And, you know, Nina was like, there's nothing interesting to photograph here. This is an editorial piece. Like, how is this going to be? Um, photographed you had to kind of think about that it's just so boring and um, I think out of anyone who loves you know simplistic streamlined um, you know I don't know it's Nina so she was very disappointed and I think it's interesting that she also pointed out that his piece referenced strongly Brandon's piece Mm mm-hmm which I thought was, uh, oh God, was interesting because at the end, um, she's just like, yeah, um, what is that belt around Jasmine's neck? And Kentaro's like, oh, it's just what Japanese warriors wear. And so I'm, rep- I'm referencing Japanese culture by putting this belt around her neck. And she's like, because it looks like what Brandon is putting on. It looks like Brandon. So it feels like you are copying Brandon. And I was like, um, I think in this case, Nina... I think the Japanese designer who is I know. referencing that's Japanese exactly what culture, I thought. I was like, okay, stop. Really? <laughs> I just wrote Nina. Uh, it looks like Brandon's dot dot dot. I was just like, really? I know, I know. And he called it a belt. It's not a strap. You know, exactly. it looks the same, sort of. You know, Brandon has oversized straps. I get it. I get it that we're in love with the freaking straps. Mm-hmm. But when Kentaro's were using these, this belt. And he explains to you what it means. It, it's functioning visually very similarly, but I think we need to give him credit for referencing exactly. his own culture. All right. Exactly. Okay. Right. Can we just I, do that? I, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm surprised that they, that, or I guess that she wouldn't just see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all but, right. But again, also, you know, the, the white undergarments here, you know, yeah, it that part I I can see it. It it's it, unfortunately, unfortunately they. Right. I feel like the producers stood Kentaro and Brandon next to each other on purpose to create this effect. 
I'm into conspiracy mm. theories on Project Runway. So that's what I think happened. <laughs> and they're just like, let's see what we do if we stand Kentaro next to Brandon's because they look alike. And then um, it just took for Nina to be like, you know what? The longer <laughs> we stand here, uh-huh. I'm noticing you both have straps. <laughs> Um, um, but not to harp on Kintaro too much but I want to I want to point out something that Zach said is he or he asked a question about Kintaro's editing eye he's like I want to I wonder what your process is while you're designing and Mm. how you edit along the way and I thought that was a great observation because we see that Kintaro just makes work he doesn't really think mm. about it while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that stood out to you, too. It did. Man, Zach is so intuitive. That's why yeah. I, I love his feedback as a judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because he hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. So, like, so did you watch the episode just like we did? And then now you're in a judge's panel. I know, right? So, um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh, that That is the... Um, end of the judging we've we've gone very very deeply into everything because there are only five designers left so it's always really fun to go into the ins and outs of these pieces that they're making um mm-hmm. all right so we get to the results so Samelia, who yes. is the winner the winner is brandon it should have been ayana <laughs> Ayana I know it should have been I was I was pretty mad about that oh, I was like man. come on y'all come on I wrote down in my notes I was come like, on Samilia Samilia has destiny boy on her bracket I'm so jealous <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote. but I also oh wait no I have Kenya <laughs> no your bracket is good it's looking good you have but I, honestly Ayana should have won that that challenge yeah hands down i agree i agree (laughs) totally agree it's just it's kind of a oh it just makes i mean she she has evolved the most out of all of these designers right now i agree here i totally agree and her look was just the best (laughs) it really was and she worked so. really hard and you know not mm-hmm. that working hard means that you need to win stuff but I think she has been working really hard and we're starting to see it but I kind of think as we move along because I do think that Ayana is going to make it a fashion week I really feel strongly about her it's just this, the third person like is it, who's, who's it going to be at mm. this point I think it's Brandon and it's Ayana and I think it's, yeah. it's pretty much up in the air for the, right. the next slot but um, yeah all right, Samelia. And then who goes home? Who gets eliminated? Margarita does uh, not. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Margarita? Well, she well, she's supposedly sent home, but Tim uses his save. The Tim can save. <laughs> the oh Tim my goodness. Save. So I just knew it. We knew this was coming. We I just knew, knew it. it. I mean, because well, when when he walked into the room, he didn't say anything, and she just started. She got up and was like, "All right, give me a hug. I'm gonna go pack up my stuff." Right, and then he right. was like, "Hold on." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I knew it, Tim." And it never fails. I always cry on a Tim Gun Save every me single time. Too. <laughs> I even cried when remember when Cornelius got saved, and we both disagreed. Oh yeah, I think yep. we both disagreed that he shouldn't have gotten saved. Yeah, I know. Even that, I was like, you know what? 
everyone needs a second chance. And, you know, yeah. I'll, uh, Cornelius got kicked off. If, if people will go back to season 15, he got kicked off in the, in a very unfair way. But I still yeah. didn't think that he yeah. should have been saved. But I thought it was just unfair the way he got um, kicked off during a team challenge. But in this instance, mm-hmm. I I just didn't think that I, you know, in a way, like I feel like um, I can't remember who else I wanted to be saved. Botany. So the way botany, in my opinion, um, sort of went down, um, I always saw potential in her and I still see potential in her to make amazing clothes. Mm -hmm. And I think with Margarita, she's someone who definitely needs some time to hone in on what she wants to say with the clothes she's making because before Zach pointed that out last week, I wouldn't have said that, but she's been Mm. questioning herself. She's like, what do I want to say? I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, what is it that I want to be? I'm like, wait, and she just needs to focus that yeah, because she can say anything and, and have it carry through in her work. Right. Cause she's got the skills, but she just needs to choose a thing to say. And she clearly has a lot to say. And, um, she's got wonderful, um, she's she has a very wonderful conceptual process in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just want it to translate into her clothes. So yeah, um, Tim likes her. Tim loved this piece. He I I loved it. Like he really loved the piece. So mm-hmm. of course he's gonna use it. And I I was I was I was really happy. Um, Me too. Really happy about that one. Yeah. So and honestly. Out of Kentaro and Margarita, I don't think she should have been the one to be sent home oh, anyway. Right. Let's talk about that. Okay. Conspiracy First theory. of all, she tried. I mean, if you're just going off of these two in the low scores, right. she actually tried and worked hard and had a concept, whereas Kentaro did not. Exactly. He he reverted back to his safety black net and he didn't have a concept. He mm-hmm. was just going to do what he wanted to do and fit himself in, right. in the clothes not his model not his I don't model. know like I just feel like that is that's got send me home all over it yeah I definitely think Kentaro should have gone home today and I feel like if they had eliminated him then he Tim would not have used a save I think Tim probably thought that they would send Kentaro mm-hmm. home I totally mm-hmm. agree I yeah that, that totally slipped my mind because mm-hmm. um yeah no I agree I totally agree with that but I think conspiracy theory wise that they knew that Tim was because they were just ignoring Tim. It seemed like that's how they were I editing know. it. it was, Tim, yeah. Tim was like, oh, I'm back here just like myself. <laughs> and they're just like, we hate this. Of course it is. Costume. Wonder Woman. Terrible. Ew. But like, you where can't the see any the of Kentaro's. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't see it. And, you know, I don't really know what they liked about it over margaritas like i just don't know exactly so anyway y'all we have one more challenge to go and we still have mm. a final five. Oh my gosh <laughs> this season <laughs> oh my holy crap what are they doing to us <laughs> i know it's gonna have to be a double elimination or what do you think it's gonna happen i mean because we have so many scenarios in terms of how this could go do you have any any predictions? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, they've shown four looks at Fashion Week before. Mm-hmm. They could do or that. Four designers. Or they could make the last th- last person sort of spar it out, make everyone go home and I make I doubt a they would do that again. Oh. 
man. And then have I think it'll be a double lane. elimination. Yeah, double eliminations are are tough. I have a, I have a yeah. feeling that I have a feeling that it's going to be a double elimination too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, this is um, uh, this is going to be a lot. <laughs> all five of them are going to be back, and Margarita is coming back from the dead, and <laughs> that's extra pressure because Tim is like, "Don't embarrass me." That's always the added pressure of having a Tim Gunn save mm-hmm. um, is you don't want to disappoint Tim or make him feel as if he wasted his save on you. <laughs> right. Because the first Tim Gunn save, if we want to go back into Project Runway history, was for Michelle from the season where it was just a bunch of um, group challenges. And the Tim Gunn save comes from a point where she almost got eliminated and he had to talk the judges into not eliminating her. And she went on to win the season. So you have to live oh up to goodness. Michelle. I love like even just right. hearing you talk about it. I get chills. Yeah. I loved yeah. her collection. That's one of my so favorite project runway seasons. So go back oh. and watch that. Relive mm, the moment mm, of the Tim mm, Gunn save mm. and that, and that runway. Like what a Holy way to crap. redeem exactly. a Tim Gunn save. <laughs> no one has done that since no one has done it. Yeah. So it's Margarita time. Okay. You have to win this, yeah. even though you're not on any of our brackets. So it's okay if you don't. Because I, I want to win. <laughs> All right. Okay. So next week, it looks like Heidi is frolicking in some fake snow wearing a miniskirt. So I hope it's an outerwear <laughs> challenge. Ooh. <laughs> um, because we haven't had an outerwear challenge. It's cold now. You know, wherever we are, it's it's sort of getting into October, November. But I just hope that it, that's what it is. That's the one thing yeah. I really missed from this season is a lack of outerwear. Mm-hmm. I love coats. You and your coats. Yeah. Love coats. <laughs> but um, I'm a little, I, I, you know, I have a little bit of skepticism because, again, she's wearing next to nothing in this, like, fake snow storm. Anyway, but who, who knows? Who knows? I'm just guessing. But um, all right. Let me stop. I'll just say that for next week. So, um, Samelia, before we say yes. goodbye to everyone. Again, let everyone know what you're up to and then where they can find you on social mediums. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Textile Shop. That's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E Shop. And also on my website, TextileShop.com. Yay. And of course, um, you can find me at my website, ErnezDavis.com. It's H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E Davis.com at Ernez on all the social mediums. And also um, I am still up at Aquarius Space. So anyone who is local to New York, um, come on out to Ridgewood, Queens. It's a wonderful space uh, with a wonderful show curated by Fran Holstrom of Niche Artists. And again, it's like this spooky, ghastly theme. And we had our party last week with the lights off which was kind of cool amazing there's just a bunch of black lights around and we had like halloween themed like you know refreshments there was a brain and everything so it was fun <laughs> it was a lot of fun um so that closes on november 5th and the space is open from noon to six if you can come out and i'll put the link in the description page for that as well and again um of course catch up with us on our brackets please feel free to share your thoughts with us on facebook or 
comment um, with us on Instagram. And again, remember to leave us a review on iTunes so that other fellow Project Runway fans can find us and join in on the conversation because we want to know. We're nosy. We want to know what you guys are thinking. (laughs) All right. So until next week, you lovely people, we will say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.